All right, we are on now. Hello, we're going to try this again. <laughs> um, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me again. Thanks for coming back on. Oh, um, we just spent 20 minutes. We just spent 20 minutes trying to get my dogs adjusted to Emily being here. They always get so excited. And now I'm petting my dog on the floor so she doesn't scratch poor Emily to death. We're here for it. Love for it. So, how have you been? I've been good. How about you? Um, been thriving. Gyms opened up. Love Thank to God. see it. Love to see it. I mean, it makes no sense that bars and restaurants are open, but, you know, I couldn't go to the gym and go on the elliptical. Yeah. Gotta love those rules. Stop scratching. Don't scratch my guest. You're gonna leave here and you're gonna have like a bunch of big claw marks on your legs. And be, <laughs> your mom's gonna be like, what happened to you? And be like, oh, it's just Vanessa's dog. She just Battle wants scars. attention. <laughs> Literally. Um, speaking of dogs, I was kind of telling you this story as you came in, but I was like, oh, I gotta save it for the podcast because it's kind of hilarious. You I'm know, ready. My embarrassment. <laughs> so they are really friendly dogs. I hope you could agree with that they're friendly they're yeah. just you know they're eh. big so sometimes things that little dogs would do it has more of an impact and these ones will like knock you down the stairs <laughs> yeah. like they have pushed me down the stairs before yeah. i almost <laughs> met my death a couple of times <laughs> love that because they'll be play running with me and then otis's head will just nudge me down the stairs i'm like oh oops <laughs> is this how i become a quadriplegic <laughs> hmm. yeah first step oh love it and I was walking them last night, and I only walk them. They either have to get walked before 10 a.m., because that's kind of when dog walkers aren't out, or they get walked after 9 p.m. We don't do midday walks with these dogs. Like, it's probably on me. I mean, it's always on the owner, because her training could be better, but, I mean, a few months... I think I told you this a few months ago. I was walking with them. We walked by this woman's house, and, like, the dog... She didn't shut the screen door properly. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, and this dog came out and, like, literally attacked both of them. Um, I had to let go of Abelene's leash because she was... Don't scratch. If you just pet her ear lightly... There you go. Just, t- just touch her and she'll <laughs> stop. You don't even have to put that much effort in. <laughs> we were walking by this lady's house and she didn't shut the screen door properly and this dog came out and I had to let go of Abelene's leash because she was, like, almost strangling herself because everything yeah. got tangled up. Yeah. And... I lost sight of Abelene. I was like, oh my fucking God, she's going to get hit by a car. Like, this is the end. And then this Otis is such a friendly dog that mm-hmm. this dog was like viciously attacking it. He was just rolling around like, whoa, like, I, what are you doing? <laughs> I, what's happening here? Now, I've never experienced this hostility. And then I was trying to stay calm because you don't ever want to panic with dog fights because it makes yeah. it worse. So I was like, oh my God, like, what, where's Abelene? Like, what's going on? The woman's like, oh, she's just over there. And I was like, she's running in the middle of the fucking street. Yeah. <laughs> so, and we finally, because this, I couldn't get a hold of my dogs because this lady wasn't, like, grabbing her dog quick enough. She was just kind of, like, almost, like, waiting for it to kind of stop. And I was like, um, like. <laughs> maybe not do that. <laughs> maybe waiting around for it to stop isn't helping because your dog's, like, literally trying to bite my dog's throats out. Like, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, thankfully, it wasn't a big dog. From what it looked like, it was kind of like an Australian Shepherd mixed oh, okay. with something. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I'm not a dog aficionado with yeah. breeds. <laughs> but they were traumatized after that. Like, when we would walk, we wouldn't walk by that house anymore. Like, we'd walk on the other side of the street. But even then, they kept, for a few weeks, they kept looking at the house, like, seeing if that dog was going to come out. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to work around that when walking around other dogs because they get kind of triggered with that. They're like, oh, is this how we meet our end? Right. But I'm getting to the point of this story. <laughs> Don't worry. 
So this little Frenchie and this woman were walking and Abilene like bolts to the point where like I was holding onto the leash and I couldn't, oh, I, <laughs> I couldn't grab her quick enough so she would like stop herself from hurting herself because she ran and Abilene, oh my God, she's just literally making herself comfortable under my desk. <laughs> and she pulled, I didn't have a chance to stop her from pulling herself and she like yanked herself back. Like she pulled herself back because of the leash. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah. And then Otis was freaking out and he was barking. They both wanted to go over there and I was like, you know, I am a strong woman, <laughs> but my first gym session was yesterday. So yeah. I'm weak and I'm like, yeah. oh my God, like my upper body strength <laughs> is not here with like these like 70 to 100 pound dogs. Yeah. And the woman's just kind of, like, smiling, like, oh, hi. I'm like, bitch, go. You can see me struggling. Like, yeah. <laughs> why are you trying to converse with me? But like, oh, hi. Like, oh, your dogs are cute. I'm like, thanks, go. Get out. <laughs> like, excuse me. Yep. And it was icy, too. So I had f- I fell on my ass. And I was, like, butt scooching with my dogs on my ass <laughs> trying to get back up. And I was like, this oh, is no. so embarrassing. So I managed to grab hold because I was like, okay, it's either you fall down or they're going to drag you face first because it was super slippery because we had, we we're having a lot of melting where we are right now. Yeah. So fell on my ass. I got back up. I managed to like butt scooch up and I just like sped walked away. I was like <laughs> an emotion. <laughs> I was just an emotionless shell because I was like, I don't feel anger towards my dogs because it's not their fault that they're all excited. Yeah. Um, I just want to go home. And my ass hurts. Yeah. So, you know, that was my evening walking my dogs and, love that for you, you know, after the gym. I mean... Add a little spice to your night, right? Oh, my God. I That, that happened last year. No, two years ago. No, last year. Because Otis wasn't that big. It happened last year as well during the winter. I was walking on, like, a... You know when the snow melts a bit, but then it turns to, like, just sheer ice? Yeah. I didn't realize that's what it was. And I was walking with the dogs, and this is when my dumbass was trying this harness with Abilene that literally did nothing. She could pull me. And they're not pulling dogs, except when they get really excited. Mm-hmm. And they, like, were dragging me through snow. Because <laughs> oh I slipped. God, yeah. And this woman and her golden retriever were walking, and I felt so bad. I was like, I hope I did not terrify this lady. Yeah. Because they're not, like, aggressively trying to get to the dog. They're no, just, like... they're excited. They just want to go. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, shit, maybe I need to, like up my dog owner game just a little (laughs) bit so they don't end up breaking my neck yeah (laughs) amen to that (sighs) because um you were you dog sat a while ago and i think that's when you told me you discovered that you're just a dog person yeah (laughs) and that's okay i like looking at dogs and i like i don't know it kind of depends on the dog but i don't like drool i don't like barking and I... That's, like, all of the above for my dogs. dogs. I'm, like, a cat person, because cats... I don't know. They're just easier for me. They're small, and they don't... I don't know. They're just more, like, kind of fuck off, leave you alone, and then come when they, they want to. And then when they do, they're just kind of tiny little things, where if they were <laughs> jumping on you, you could just kind of, like, be like, get out of here. Yeah. Get off me. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense, because cats are chill. They don't demand a lot of attention. And when they do want attention, it's, like, it's on their terms. Yeah. Whereas with dogs, it's like having children with four legs. Yeah, totally. You and, know? like, my cat has got to the point now where she follows me everywhere. Like, I wake up in the morning and she's outside my door waiting for me. 
I go to the bathroom. She's right in there with me. She jumps on the counter when I'm getting ready. She comes down when I go downstairs and, like, just follows me everywhere. And she's sitting on me anytime I'm sitting down. Like, I don't know. People who say that cats aren't affectionate, I'm like, hmm, is it them or is it you? (laughs) It's probably the person. And that's... (laughs) I respect people who own cats. I don't think I could be a cat person because I like going out with my dogs and like walking totally. them. Yep. It's just when they drag me on my ass to my death. I'm like, <laughs> okay, we need mm. to, we need to settle this down just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. But it's good that you are like willing to fix it and you're not that person that screams at your dogs because that's another thing is there's so many people who, in my opinion, like they claim that they're dog people, but then when you go to the dog park or you see them walking and their dog like starts jumping or starts trying to pull them and they start screaming at their dog and I'm like you're not a dog person like, no you shouldn't have a, an animal if that's how you're gonna treat it because like we were talking earlier it's not the dog's fault it's yours <laughs> yeah 100% and it's just kind of sad when you see that happening even like with that lady with her dog when it came out at my dog's like I wasn't mad at the dog of course I was like mm, get away yeah for but sure. it's it's the owner Right. And that's just an it's an unfortunate thing because, you know, you get these dogs who end up getting put in um, kennels or shelters. I think shelters, not kennels, um, because their owners give them up because they're like, oh, they're too aggressive. They're too this. I'm like, that's your fault. Yeah. Like, that's your job as a pet owner to properly socialize them and train them and show them the world and how to be in the world and deal with humans. You know what I mean? Totally. And yeah, I totally get where you're coming from when you go to the dog park. And either people are screaming at their dog or they don't know how to handle their dog. Yeah. Because I get a few times where um, I was at the dog park and this dog was getting really, really riled up and kind of picking on Otis. And he's a very passive dog Mm -hmm. at the dog park. He just wants to play. He just wants to submit and, like, roll around and have fun. Totally. And this dog kept bullying him. And Abelene went over there. She's like, what were you doing? Yeah. She's the mama. (laughs) She's like, don't fucking do that. Yeah. So I was... You... (sighs) This is where it frustrates me. One of the things about being a dog owner is being able to see where things are going to go. And I could see from all... They were all being close-knit together. They were all jumbled up into one dog, pretty much. And I was like, hey, yeah. this is going to... This could turn into a fight. Yeah. So I was trying to get my dogs away. And I was like, can I tell this dude, I'm like, can you call your dog? He's he's kind of harassing my dogs at this point. He's not wanting to play. Mm-hmm. He's just jumping on them and biting them and... None of them are having fun, so read the dog language and get him away. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, no, And I'm like, can you call your dog? He was like, oh, fine, come here. And I was like, oh, okay, really? It's like yeah. pulling teeth for you to kind of control your dog like you're yeah. supposed to. Be yeah. a responsible pet owner. Yeah. There, I don't know. I feel like there's just so many people who are like, I love dogs so much. And then when you see them out with their dogs, you're like, no, you don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like there's also, like, a societal expectation that if you don't like dogs, you're, like, this crazy psychopath person. Yeah. Which, like, you know, I never even said that I didn't really, like, I mean, I like dogs, but I'm just not, I would never have one of my own. Yeah. And I never wanted to say that, because every, I said it, like, once or twice, and people are like, what? Like, there's something wrong with you. Like, how do you not like dogs? And I'm like, I don't know. I just... I'm a person who likes quiet and Mm -hmm. not a chaotic household. And even with small dogs, like, one of my friends has a small dog and it has separation anxiety. And when she leaves the house for five minutes, it just tears apart the house. Yeah. Like, takes chunks out of the walls and throws its water dish on the hardwood floor so you get, like, that bad water staining and stuff. And 
I'm just like, yeah, no, that's... My cat would never do that. And yeah. you know what? That's fine if people love dogs, obviously, like, you know, everybody has their own opinion and... Yeah. That, and know. that's totally fine. I think dogs and cats kind of align with people's personalities. You're, you know, from what I know from you, yeah. from what I've, how long I've known you, you're chill, zen, I'm a lay back, <laughs> I'm a put on some slippers, and I'm a watch yeah. some RuPaul Drag Race. <laughs> Always. Yeah. And then, you know, with me, I'm like, okay, I want to do something, at least want to, you know, be vibey every day. I don't know if that makes sense. Totally. But yeah. I get, I totally get that personalities and pets, you know, and we're not even talking about other pets, just cats and dogs yeah, here. Yeah, totally. I think people align with pets that kind of, you know, align with who they represent are. Represent them, yeah. And it makes sense. Totally. Because I've had, like, a lot of pets. I had a fish, I had a hamster, cats and dogs, and I don't know. The only one that I actually, like really enjoyed having was the cat Mm -hmm. like even with my mom's ex-boyfriend he had a dog and they didn't live together so he would bring the dog over and I enjoyed seeing the dog like you know I like looking at them I like petting them and I loved going to the dog park with them but um at the end of the day like this dog would go into my room and one time it ate my $500 retainer and I'm you like you told me about that tragic I hate that like I I hate that we always had to close our doors mm-hmm. so the dog wouldn't get into things and it's just such a hassle to me yeah whereas my cat like the worst thing she does is maybe like eat my q-tips or steal my hair elastics and I'm like I'm okay with that yeah <laughs> and that's totally fine and plus like having dogs is like a big huge mungus responsibility totally like having kids yeah but except like kids learn at some point and dogs yeah. learn at some point too but they don't understand english they can't talk to you no that's the problem is like if they could talk back to you it'd be a different story yeah um it was interesting we were just talking about that it reminded me i don't think i told you this when i was at the dog park it was a few months ago and um and this also raises a question of like people going to dog parks responsibly because mm-hmm. the dog park we were at obviously i'm not gonna name the name because i don't want to expose where i live Uh (laughs) taking precautions you never know and it's a dog park but it's also like attached to a like a bigger park so you could come in off the walkway into the park okay if that makes sense yes i think you kind of we've been to this dog park before okay i know exactly what you're talking about yeah by a river yeah and there was this woman there with her son and he was you know mentally handicapped which is fine it's okay but this woman was walking her dog and the dog was just being friendly and went over to say hello and was sniffing the mom and the son. And the son, you know, being mentally handicapped, I don't know what was wrong, but he kind of hit the dog. Okay. And the dog started, you know, got upset because the kid, like, the, not the kid, he was an adult. Yeah. But he smacked the dog on the nose because right. he didn't want the dog touching him. Okay. And the dog started, it didn't bite him or anything, but it got freaked out and it was kind of scary to watch because not scary but sad the owner ran over she's like hey like don't hit my dog like what are you doing you can't hit my dog and she went and grabbed the dog and she was kind of chewing out the mom she was like you know you you can't he's hitting my dog and she's like you're discriminating against him he has just as right to be here as you and the woman's like that's not what i'm saying he he's coming to a dog park he shouldn't be hitting dogs yeah like this isn't like it's it's not like um a national park where dogs are on a leash it's a dog they're all running loose yeah and they're all gonna they're gonna come over and sniff you and they're gonna come over and do that because i'll say it one more time it's a dog park (laughs) and those are dogs (laughs) yeah and and i just it kind of irritated me that the mom went right away to you're discriminating against my son because you know he's mentally handicapped it's like no 
how it works is let's say that dog bit because I actually talked with the woman after I met up with her I was like oh like because she came over to the other side I was like oh are you okay like is your dog okay you know I saw kind of what happened she was like yeah it's just frustrating because my dog is a shelter dog like I just adopted her a few months ago and we're working on her behavior behavioral issues and that's why Mm -hmm. she's here to help with that and if she had a bit that guy she would have got put down yeah. Even though he was the one that kind of instigated and hit her. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's, you know, I'm sorry, you know, on both parties had to deal with that. You know, you shouldn't have to deal with that coming to a dog park. Totally. And I don't know. I, I hope I don't sound like I'm talking out my ass here, no, but. yeah, that makes sense to me. And it just reminds me of another thing where this woman came to the dog park, a park for dogs. Yep. <laughs> and she had like a sling and she had a cast on, right? And, you know, some people's dogs jump. And some people's dogs get excited, right? And you can't, you know, you can't help that sometimes. Yeah. Um, Otis isn't a big jumper, but sometimes he'll, he won't jump, but he'll put his head up. So make him look like he's bigger. And so it makes it look like he's going to jump when he doesn't. He doesn't jump on strangers like that. Right. And this guy, I thought he was going to kick my dog because he went over to smell her. And he's a, he's a tall dog. And I'm assuming he thought she was going to jump on his girlfriend with the sling and I was like if you touch my dog I think I said to him I was like don't touch my dog mm-hmm. and he's like oh we'll get it away or something like that and it's like why would you bring yourself to a dog park when you got a big <laughs> sling and it's icy yeah what yeah like is that just, just me like what do you sense. think no, what do you I, think I agree like I don't think that makes any sense like at all why don't you just go to a regular park or like you know there's a huge park that everybody knows about that spans all across, like, town. Where we are, yeah. So, why? Like, why would you not go somewhere where there's no, or little exposure to dogs? Yeah. Just to me, like, I don't know, I don't think that makes sense. Like, if they were even going for, you know, looking at dogs or hanging out with dogs, then they could have gone to a different park where people are just walking them, but they're on leashes. Yeah. I don't and know. that's the irritating part, because, um, I keep saying park in part, hopefully doesn't sound stupid anyways this dog park is attached to a big walkway that's required for dogs to wear leashes it's it's part of this bigger park yeah and a section of it is meant for dogs but you could easily just take your dog and just walk around you don't have to come into the dog section yeah and you don't have to be an asshole yeah so psa don't be an asshole dog owner okay (laughs) simple as that <laughs> don't go to a dog park expecting there not to be dogs yeah because there will be and that's now we're going into this other tangent it's like when people bring kids to the dog park and i remember I, I was actually surprised that the parents didn't like rip my throat out for this we were at this we were at you know off leash area yeah and otis loves he loves kids he goes over to kids he'll smell them and then he'll show them their belly he's like why aren't you petting me already like yeah. let's go yeah. like i i want your attention and he went over to this girl and she was about 10 and he went over and was smelling her and she started screaming oh. just screaming and um obviously when you do that to a dog they freak out and he was like well what's wrong what's wrong and he was sniffing her and nudging her like trying to see what's wrong and comfort her Mm -hmm. and she was walking on of course it's in the snow and she was walking on some snow and she just fell on her butt and then i was like oh shit yeah it (laughs) looks like this on my dog yeah i know it looks like he knocked her over Mm -hmm. and i ran over and i went down to her i was like oh are you okay like where are your parents and then she was just scream crying at this point so there's no no nothing you can do and then the dad came over and i was like 
if I get an earful, I swear to God. He was like, I was like, I'm really sorry. He just wanted to come over and say hello and play. He wasn't, he's like, no, I saw the whole thing. It's fine. And he looks at his daughter and he's like, get up. You're fine. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) and he's like, stop crying. You're fine. And then it was interesting. I heard the son talking and the mom is like, oh, this dog attacked, you know, blah, blah, blah. And his sister's name. And the dad was like, no, that's not what happened. The dog came over to say hello and she freaked out. I was like, you know, we need more dog owners like you. Thank you, you, sir. Yeah. Totally. But I'm glad we spent 20 minutes of this podcast talking about dogs. I love that. Because, you know, (laughs) they are kind of a part of my life and cats are part of yours. So shout out to any pet owners in general. Yep. Amen. Especially during this pandemic. I think they're helping hold on to the sanity. Absolutely. Uh, It was interesting because... I kind of go back to old podcasts and I'll listen to snippets. I I usually don't like listening to my podcast because I think it's weird hearing myself talk. Yeah, same here. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I was listening to some old ones and we were touching on some good shit when we were talking about high school. Yeah, that one was good. And lately, there's just been like this little like harboring monster like growing in me just angry about (laughs) stuff. Yeah. I don't know why. I think it's because you have so much time to yourself to think about stuff. Yeah. And I was getting mad. And I and it's, I went down this fucking rabbit hole of just thinking about shitty friends. Yeah. And, like, toxic people in general. Mm-hmm. And kind of wishing I could go back and tell my younger self, be like, these are the warning signs. Time yeah. to dip. Stay away. <laughs> and I want to talk with you about this because you and I are in the same boat. We touched on it in the high school podcast. But yeah. we've had our fair share of majorly shitty friends. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, to the point where it's super toxic, that yeah. it's not even a friendship, it's just, like, a toxic black hole. Yeah, totally. And I kind of wanted to, like, touch on, like, warning signs of, like, toxic friendships and toxic people in general. Yeah, for sure. Because I think that's important. Because I think yeah. that people don't really, not know how to look out for it, but, like, be aware to see that in a friend. Totally. And I know for myself, like, I looking back I'm like it was so clear but I feel like a lot of who I was back then just chose to ignore it where I was like no it's okay like it'll change it'll pass it's just a phase Mm -hmm. and really like I don't know maybe I'm just a bit of a pessimist here but like I people don't really change that much (laughs) no I agree with you on that I think people I think people have like this core set of how they're set to be who they are yeah and you can work around that and deal with that but I think when people are, like, inherently selfish or mm-hmm. not empathetic or not Definitely. very mindful of other people's feelings, that's something that's kind of hard to learn, in my yeah. opinion. No, what do I you agree. think? I agree. Like, I mean, looking back at who I was, like, I admit that I was fully, like, I was a mean person and I used to make fun of people. But when I look back at it, like, I'm not excusing it in any way and... You know, I take accountability for what I've said in the past, but mm-hmm. I was trying to impress other people. Like, I wanted other people to like me. Yeah. I never actually had the intent of being mean to be mean. Yeah. Like, anytime I was ever saying anything about somebody, it was because I was friends with somebody who did not like them, and I just wanted them to like me. So you want to be... It's... So it sounds like... You correct me if I'm wrong, but 
a weird way of showing loyalty. Like, oh, you don't like this bitch? I don't like this bitch. Yeah. Let's harp on her. Totally. And it's just a need, like, a, well, I would say I don't really have this anymore, but in the past, a need to be liked. Yeah. I was so scared of people not liking me. Mm-hmm. So I would just, and I don't know, I was just drawn to certain people where I'm like, okay, I need to say this to get them to like me and be friends with me because I want to be friends with this person. Yeah. So. I think that has a lot of truth in it because you know, I think some people kind of take away that we are weirdly, like, primitive creatures in the way that we want to be accepted by the herd. Totally. We want to be accepted by people. And sometimes we're aware of that, and sometimes it's just that primal thing in the back of our brain that is just un- it's unsubconscious to us, if that sentence makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't realize kind of what you're doing because you're just trying to fit in. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a really good point that you touched on because I think there's a difference between doing things, like, mean things, like you were saying, to fit in and just kind of being just a shitty person. Yeah, totally. Or not a, like, a not a good person to be around. Um, Mm -hmm. I vented to you a lot about my high school friendships and experiences. Yeah, same here. And, oh, we'll, uh... Take a sip of tea. We'll take a sip and dive into this. Um, I had this friend in high school. Like I said, this podcast isn't meant to air dirty laundry, but it's kind of important that we talk about this because this was something that affected me into my adulthood. Like, I'm at now at 22. experiences are what shapes us into who we are. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important to talk about that Mm -hmm. because I think everybody goes through something like this to a point. Yeah. I don't know anybody who hasn't had a shitty friend or bad experiences in high school. Yeah. Because so. you carry this shit with you outside of high school. Absolutely. And it affects how you relate to other people and how you can be friends with other people. And this this person in high school, um, we had known each other since junior high mm-hmm. and we were in high school. But to me, how she treated me was kind of like I was almost like not embarrassing to be around, but not the social ideal. Right. Because we talked about, like, how we both were in junior and high school. We were not, like, slaying queens like we are today. Yes. (laughs) We were... I'll speak for myself, and you can speak for yourself, because I don't want to speak for you. I was not really fashion sensible. Like, I didn't... Yep, me too. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know where my fashion... Like, where I was comfortable in fashion. I think I was so busy picking from other people and trying to concoct myself into who I was. Yeah. Which is normal in high school. Um, hairstyle, yikes. Yeah. Take a minute, RIP. <laughs> Me Me Just, like, long string hair. That was not it. Didn't know how yep. to style it. Didn't want to do anything. Um, yep. makeup questionable. Mine was hugely questionable. <laughs> Relate to that. And just in general, it was just a weird, it was a weird time in high school. But that's yep. why, that's where the beauty of having good, solid people around you can help you get through those hard phases. And Absolutely. I felt like this person just kind of would abandon me for for more popular or better friends because she ended up getting with this other girl that my instinct was like yo sis i don't like your attitude i think you know who we're talking about because you were friends with this girl yes i was (laughs) and i'm not trying to put you on blast or anything but i think you could attest that she was quite toxic to the point of dangerously toxic totally yeah and you know i noticed she stopped this friend I'm talking about, she would never really make me feel like she wanted to be my friend. It's, right. Like, I'm not trying to shit on her and make her sound like this evil person, but to me, this is how it felt, and it hurt me because I would 
I would arrange to hang out. You know, I get it. You're busy with, you know, extracurricular activities and sports and everything. But I was so alone Mm -hmm. in junior high. I felt so alone because, like, I would see people Snapchat stories and Instagrams on the weekend. Yeah. And she would kind of would be with her friends. And I, I managed to branch out and find other friends and that mm-hmm. kind of teetered off. But I was like, okay, like, you're going to cling to this person who you told me you don't like. Yeah. Who you told me that makes you upset. Yeah. And I try and be that supportive friend. Like, why are you friends with her? She's not nice to you. She's this to you. Like, it's all there. Like, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know what was her deal with dealing with that. But yeah. it just made me feel like the backup. Yeah. Like, when the main bitch is in here, I'll just pull... Oh, I guess I'll hang out with you. I'll pull Vanessa from the bleachers, and I know she'll be there. Yeah. And I think you could agree to that feeling, and I want to hear how... Because I think you and I had that same experience where we were, like, the backup friend. Totally. So how were you the backup friend with your friendship group? Well, I remember just kind of, like, the same thing, where you were friends with somebody, and then, you know, you'd say, hey, do you want to hang out? Hey, do you want to, like, do this today? And... The truth is, which was so hard for me to accept, is that if people want to, they will make an effort. Yeah. That's just the truth. Where I was, I read that saying and I'm like, no, it's not true. Like, people are busy. People have other things going on. And I'm like, no, that's not true. Like, if you actually sit and think about it. And of course, like, I would also add to that, you know, as somebody who has struggled with, like, things like depression and stuff, I think that's a little different. Because sometimes when you're dealing with that, you can't even get out of bed to brush your teeth. Yeah. But, you know, just in general speaking, you can tell when somebody doesn't want to hang out with you. Yeah. And it's, like, a terrible feeling. Like, I have been through so many friend groups, and at some point, like, you know, you have to look at it and be like, okay, well, it's me. Like, I'm the problem. Mm-hmm. Which, like, I definitely was part of the problem, like, looking back at the past. Like, I think I moved here for grade seven and I met this group of people and I really enjoyed hanging out with them. Like, I thought they were really great. They were really nice. And I also met this girl that you're talking about, her friend. Yeah. And she seemed so nice to me at first. Like, she was the sweetest person. And whenever I brought her, like, home to hang out, my mom was like, no, I don't like her. Like, there's something wrong with her. I don't think you should be friends with her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, being in grade seven, I'm like, no, mom, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, that kind of thing. So I kind of started to leave my original friend group to hang out with her. Yeah. And I just abandoned them entirely. I was like, goodbye. Like, I'm going to hang out with this girl because she seems, you know, cooler and more fun. And we just have a lot more in common. So that's a I was doing and that brought me to a different friend group that wasn't good like they were always getting suspended or getting in trouble with school or talking about things that like my little naive grade seven self wasn't comfortable with so I was like I don't like this and it took me a few months to realize that I didn't want to be friends with these people Mm -hmm. and I tried to go back to my original friend group and they were just kind of like no like they would just ignore me like it would be you know in Um, middle school where you're sitting in the hallways eating your lunch and I would come over and I'd be like hey can I have lunch with you and they'd be like yeah you can sit down and I'd sit down but nobody would talk to me nobody would look at me it was kind of like a ghost like you're a ghost just sitting there invisible and nobody can see you makes you feel like a charity case it literally got to the point where for two years I just walked around the area of our school for lunch like I wouldn't even sit in school I was like no (laughs) I'm gonna like literally just walk by myself and be alone because I just don't want to deal with this like I would just walk up and down 
like communities and just be like, all right. Shit. <laughs> I wish we would have had it connected in junior high because we would have survived a little better together i think well you know what i'm actually honestly happier that we met later in life because i look back and i was so unhappy and so like just miserable inside Mm -hmm. and that's what i reflected outside too yeah like i was just so not happy that i would you know just be miserable to other people yeah and you know i think middle school was really the year where i shed on other people yeah to get my what people I did have around me to like me Mm because I was so desperate for people to like me and be my friend because I didn't want to be alone anymore. I wanted to hang out with people and yeah, that's, so it just sucks. Like it really sucks to have like toxic friends in your, in your group and being able, like, I think at that age I knew they were toxic, but because I didn't have anybody else, I'm like, I don't care. You'll, you'll latch on to what you can't. It's because it's weird. Like, um, social survival skill because you don't want to be alone i don't think anyone wants to be alone they want to find people they can connect with absolutely um i think in the terms of like making it easier to follow along the story because you and i know who this girl is but (laughs) maybe we'll assign her a letter we'll call her x yeah so toxic friend x to clarify the story so it makes a little sense Eh. had a small stroke there (laughs) (laughs) to clarify friend x was the friend of I'll say Zed. Zed was okay. my friend. And X was my friend. Yeah. yeah. And X was the kind of the head of the toxic friendship yeah. of that was like I wasn't close with X. Yeah. I was close with Zed. Yeah. And I was close with X. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then Zed went over to X. Yes. And left me. Yes. And would hang out with X because she was cooler. I hope that makes sense because yeah. I don't want I don't want to say people's names. No. I don't want to like give them the beginning letter of their name either. Totally. So well, I think we had a conversation about mm-hmm. this. Like, I was still friends with X in um, middle school, and I stopped hanging out with her in about high school. Yeah. And her and Zed would come over during lunch and sit, so it would just be the three of us. Yeah. And X would get out these headphones, like earbuds, and give one to Zed, and they would just listen to music together yeah. and talk together yep. and ignore me and not say anything to me and just have their own little conversation. I would just be sitting there, and I'm like uncomfortable this is fine (laughs) and what x would do and this is where kind of like the warning signs of a toxic friendship or a toxic person um x would do little things like us like assure her dominance over people Mm -hmm. and she was to me just like a nasty person she probably had her own mental health stuff going on that's Mm -hmm. whatever who knows where she is now like yeah i don't care where she is to be honest i really don't care (laughs) she's and i think this is a skill that i learned and this is something i would encourage people to do and i know it's hard to do but it's better to cut these people off quick like at the knee right away than to be in this kind of friendship where it's toxic because or be associated with someone because of how mean x was Mm -hmm. it affected my relationship with zed yeah. If that makes sense. I hope totally. the story flows with these weird <laughs> alphabetical names, but I don't want to put people on blast. Yeah. And the way Zed treated me was almost worse than X because I felt like Zed, she would, like I said, she I was the backup friend. Yeah. So X went away for a week for some French trip. I don't fucking care where she was. Yeah. And Zed came to hang out with me. And my other friend. Yeah. And it made me feel shitty because I was like, oh, like, you know, well, during the rest of the time that I see you, yeah. you don't want to talk to me. You don't want to hang out with me at school. But when you're 
have the threat of being alone, you're going to go, oh, Vanessa's a safe bet to sit I'll with. I'll come back here. Well, and I think, too, like, it makes you question yourself because mm-hmm. you're like, why the fuck would this person, would uh, Zed, rather hang out with somebody like X than hang out with me? Yeah. Like, am I worse than this person who I think is, like, literally, like, the rudest person on earth? Yeah. And I think it stemmed from from what Zed explained to me. I want to tell kind of her sentiments because I don't want it to be kind of like one said, oh, she was just a bitch to me. It's not that. It's, I get where she was coming from. She was kind of afraid to cut the friendship off with X because she was afraid of repercussions. Mm -hmm. But you don't have to outright like cut someone be like, I'm not your friend. It's kind of like step back and take that step back. And I don't know if X made it difficult to stop being friends, you could probably comment she on that. She for me. Yeah. I just, I literally told her straight up, because this was in middle school, I'm like, I'm sorry, my mom won't let you come over anymore, mm-hmm. because she just, there was a few incidents where my mom was like, absolutely not, like, yeah. no more. So, after I told her that, it was kind of like, she did try to guilt trip me a lot. Yeah. Where she was like, she literally, like, cried. She's like, your mom doesn't like me, like, I don't understand why your mom doesn't like me, and I'm like... Because you were watching porn at my house, and she saw the history of that. So, and, like, being in grade 7 and 8, like, that's such an awkward time, and, like... Having your mom find that out, like, that's... I I honestly feel like X was so diabolical that she probably did that on purpose to maybe get you in trouble. Yeah, well, I mean, like, she was like, oh, have you seen this? And I'm like, no, and she showed it to me, and I'm like, I'm confused, and, like... (laughs) I don't know what I this is. I was so naive. Like, my mom never talked to me about that stuff. And, yeah. And, like, I had no idea what any of that was. So, I was like, what the fuck? Like, no idea. Ugh. And then, like... That's kind of traumatic. Yeah. So, my mom was, like, she grounded me for, like, a year, took away all my, like, my phone and my iPad and everything. And it, like, it traumatized me because I'm like, I, like, is this what people do? Is that what friends do? Is come over and... Get you in trouble. Show you that kind of stuff. Yeah, so. So now that we're giving a little more context to who X was, you can kind of see why Zed had a hard time cutting her off. Yeah. But in the process... Well, and she had a way... Sorry to interrupt Yeah, no, you. go ahead. Uh, she had a way of, like, separating you. And, yeah. you know, in a way, I would say it was almost abusive. Like, yes, 100%. She, you know, I blocked out a lot of this stuff from high school and middle school because it just... it's I hate remembering it. I hate yeah. thinking about it. And if I'm wrong, then, you know, I would be the first to say I'm wrong. But from my recollection, we there was a group of three of us. So me, X, and I don't know, we'll call her Y. Yeah. And Y was kind of like the newcomer to the group. This was before Zed came along. Yeah. And X didn't like her very much. Like, she... I don't really know why, because we weren't... I don't know. Like, why be friends with somebody if you don't like them in the first place? Yeah. Because she started off right off the bat, like, I don't like this girl. But she was the one who brought her into our circle. Mm -hmm. So, one day, we slept over... Or, no, we went over to her house, and I didn't sleep over. I went home. But Zed... Or, sorry, X stayed. Yeah. And the next day, she's like, I have something to tell you. And I'm like, of course. Like, what happened? And she's like, why is Dad, like, he touched me during the night like he like assaulted me oh you told me about this and he did like all these terrible things to me and she was telling me and I was like horrified like I was sickened and I'm like okay I can't hang out with this girl like uh, because I was in like grade eight and my brain didn't think like oh this girl needs help or I should talk to her about it my brain was like I need to protect myself like I need to get out of here I cannot be friends with this girl so I stopped talking to her because I 
asked her, I'm like, what should I do about this? Like, what are you going to do? And she's like, well, I don't want to tell anyone. I'm really embarrassed about it. I just don't want to talk to her. I don't want to be friends with her. Like, I think we should just stop talking to her. And I'm like, okay, like, of course, like I wanted to support her because, you know, like she had just been assaulted. Yeah. And then I asked her about it. Like, I saw her in like grade, I can't remember if it was grade 11 or I actually don't remember when I found it out. But she, like, flat out told me, she's like, oh, yeah, I lied. Like, that never actually happened. I just lied because I didn't want to be friends with Y anymore. Oh, my God. And I felt sick because I just abandoned this girl. Like, I totally just was like, goodbye. I'm not being friends with you. I'm not talking to you ever again. I blocked her and everything. I'm like, no. And to find out that it was a lie because she was, like, isolating me from my friends. Yeah. She didn't want me to be friends with anyone else. She was like, no, just me. So, you know, I almost feel like she could have done that, too. I think that's what she did to Zed. Um, because how X was, and I think you're right, and I think some people don't make that connection between, like, abuse and friendships. I think Mm -hmm. some people think that's not a thing, but it is, because when you talk about X and how she would treat people, and I think something was going on mentally, like, I don't know, sociopathic, I don't know, I'm not a psychiatrist, but from all the things that she's done... It makes sense. And I understand where Zed would come from, which she'd be a little afraid to kind of stop being friends. But it was becoming the point where X was doing dangerous stuff, Mm -hmm. like hard drugs, Mm -hmm. and putting Zed in these positions that were not safe and putting her at risk. And I think I'm coming at it from a different perspective because Zed and I have a very different approach like, different personalities. Like, my personality is you fuck me over, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. Like, I will cut you off like that. I don't care. I don't have time for you. Yeah. And that's something I learned really quick in, like, grade 7, junior high. I was like, okay, I don't want to let people make me feel like shit. Yeah. I'm going to cut you out real quick. And that's what I did. (laughs) Exactly. That's what I did with X because I started picking up on it because she would do sneaky things like hang out with Zed and send me pictures. Yeah. Right? And just do, like... This weird queen bee shit where it's like, I'm alpha, you're beta, you're gonna follow me. And I'm like, I'm not a fucking dog. Yeah. <laughs> like, I won't even treat my dog like that. No. Yeah. I don't know why you think you can treat people like that, but nuts, this isn't how this friendship works. And I remember this story so distinctly because it was a moment where X and I stopped being friends or stopped mm-hmm. being acquaintances. Because I think the summer going into grade 10, I had cut her off. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm tired of you. You're exhausting. You're, you're kind of a bitch. I'm done. Yeah. But she was still friends with Zed, and I still really liked Zed because she was my friend. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to be that person who's like, pick between us. And that's what, yeah. I think that's what X was doing and was pressuring Zed to, to pick her. Yeah. And I understand, like, some people don't have that confidence to kind of step away from that, which is not shitting on Zed. It's just no. how some people are. Yeah. And I get where she's coming from on that end. But once we dive into this a little more... Mm-hmm. The hurt that comes from Zed will make more sense. Mm-hmm. But I remember X came up to me and I was hanging out with one of my other friends in high school who's like, I talked about her before, super nice, kind of high school friend. We were just friends in high school. Mm-hmm. We, we would not really hang out outside of high school. It's like, as soon as you leave, like the school grounds, it's like, bye, see Adios. you tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, thanks for hanging out yeah. at school. And I was hanging out with, you know, this person. And X comes over and I'm a bitch who loves my lunch. Mm-hmm. Like, I cannot go to school without a fucking lunch. I, I, a bitch needs to eat. Yeah. And I remember I had made a good fucking lunch. I had, like, my little tapioca cup, and I had, like, some fruit, like, some apples and shit, and then I had, like, the shitty, 
not shitty, but like you know the chicken breast crusted chicken fingers that you get oh, from like yeah. co op. Yep. The good shit. Yep. Oh, and yep. it was like it sat in the fridge, so it you know was extra good because it was mm. like the leftovers. Yep. And I was eating it, and she comes over, and she never brought a lunch. Never. She would always mooch off of people, either ask them for money or just take their lunch without asking. And I think that's a warning sign of someone who's toxic, who's someone who always does that, who always uses you, who always tries to, like, dominate power over you. Yeah. And that's what she would do. I think, like, I could be wrong. Like I said, I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not in psychology. Just my (laughs) humble opinion. Little disclaimer. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just weird things of dominance. Like, I'm going to pee on you. Like, everything you have can pretty much be mine. Yeah. And she came over to me, and I was salivating at these chicken strips. Mm -hmm. And she tries to grab one, and I move my hand away. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. She was like, well, I want one. I'm hungry. And I was like, X, this is my lunch. I made this lunch. You're not going to have any of it. It's mine. She's like, why? What? Yeah. I want some. And I remember I said, no. I said, X, no. Yeah. And then she got so pissed off at me. It just kind of, like, took Zed and left. Yeah. Like, she's like, let's go. Like, I got to go to somewhere. And that was, like, weirdly, like, the nail in the coffin of the friendship. Yeah. Because she also did this thing where she had her 15th... X had her 15th birthday party and didn't invite me. And I was kind of confused because I thought we were still on okay terms Mm -hmm. before everything started unfolding. Mm Mm-hmm. Otis, you don't have to guard right now. You're okay. Um, <laughs> and she didn't invite me. And I kind of asked Zed. I was like, well, why? You know, why didn't she invite me? She said, oh, you know, she thought you'd be uncomfortable around, like, boys and alcohol. And I, I thought to myself, what? What the fuck? <laughs> Th- that, that's a weird reason. But to me, it clicked right away. I'm like, she's just trying to isolate me and feel like shit. So I was, I was, I said to myself, I'm not going to play this game. Yeah. Fine. Don't invite me. I don't want to be your friend. Yeah. You're, and, and some of the shit that Zed would tell me about X, I was like, girl. Yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> why? Yeah. But like, but like I was saying, it's easier for me to, you know, pass that kind of judgment. You know, that area is a little gray where I don't want to judge that too much because, you know, Mm-hmm. X was really good at being manipulative. Yeah. And very good at cutting people. Maybe Zed wasn't so confrontational. Like maybe she yeah. wasn't like Zed's yeah. not a confrontational person and yeah. she's told me that before and I get where she's coming from from that. Yeah. But to kind of like bring this whole story together, mm-hmm. um, X and Zed stopped being friends because mm-hmm. I was finally not able to convince her to, to convince Zed to stop being friends with X, but I was like why you're you're literally going home upset about this like mm-hmm. you're taking this home with you and she's mean to you she calls you ugly she calls you fat which is crazy to, not true <laughs> crazy not true yeah but just to put her down and put her in her place that's what ex love to do is put people in their it's place abusive. like that's yep. just a sign to me like having lived with an abusive person for almost all my life that's what they do is they try to like isolate you and then they beat you down so that you just listen to what they say and just don't leave that's what they do yeah it's yeah it took me a really long time to recognize that with her but but it's hard to see it in friends yeah because you don't see those warning signs and i think that's a big warning sign for anyone out there who has a friend who's like this if a friend is weirdly trying to cut you off from everyone who's doing weird manipulative things like that just pull back because it's it doesn't get better 
No. Excuse me. It gets worse. Yeah. The behavior gets worse because people, people like X are so good at masking who they really are because yeah. the first few months you're friends with her, I noticed this too, is like, she makes you feel good. She's funny. Like yeah. she's outgoing. She's bubbly. She can introduce you to people and then she'll do nasty things, little nasty things, but yeah. you don't register it yeah. as abusive. Yeah. But then you take a step back and you register it. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, totally. That's not, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, X is a kind of person where I wasn't, at this point I wasn't friends with her and there's this other girl, we'll call her Jonathan, even though she's a girl, we'll just say it's a Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan. She is a girl, but we'll just say Jonathan. Yeah. Friends with Jonathan for a bit and then X came in mm-hmm. and started creating drama between myself and Jonathan. Yeah. And I was so tired of X. I was like, you know what, Jonathan, if you're going to be stupid enough to be friends with this crazy person that you know is crazy, yeah. this is not Zed, by the way. This is a different person. This is Jonathan. Yeah. Go ahead. Knock yourself out. Yeah. Because X, X was texting me through Jonathan's phone. Okay. And creating drama. And I remember I was like, I'm done. I said it over the text message. I was like, I'm not doing this. You talked to me in person and we're not talking at all. Yeah. And that was the end of it with Jonathan yeah. and X and myself. Because she had done that to another friend of mine. I was like, whatever. If you're going to be stupid enough to go be friends with this wacko chick. Go ahead. That's bye. your problem, not mine. <laughs> bye, sis. Yeah. Oh, now that we've kind of got the kind of background story yeah. with Zed and I think a little background story with X. Yeah. I remember something that's so... I've talked about this before, the whole graduation situation where... I got ditched at grad Mm -hmm. with my other friend and I got ditched at grad by Zed. Yeah. She had a boyfriend of three months and there's not enough room in the limo for you guys. I think I've talked about that before on this podcast. It's a very unfortunate time. Wrecked my grade 12 grad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I try and let that shit go and Zed and I did talk about it and she did express remorse. But why would you do that in the first place if I'm supposed to be your best friend? Yeah. You know, would would you treat your friend like that? No. Yeah. See? Like, I... Same kind of... Well, not the same thing, but for my grad, it wasn't great either. And it was me and my friend Kayla and this other girl... Well, two other girls that were in the limo with us, and we were not getting along. Like, yeah. Like, I've been trying to rack my brain. Like, as soon as you brought up toxic friendships, I thought of this group of people specifically. Yep. Because it was almost like a two-on-two kind of thing and I've never had that in a friendship before it's usually like a you against everyone else yeah but this was a weird one it was almost like two people versus two people mm-hmm. and I was trying to think about it and I'm like I don't even remember how we started fighting in the first place like I genuinely don't mm-hmm. but we were not getting along we weren't like on great terms mm-hmm. and we still took the limo together yeah and I think our friendship ended that night anyways but you know Ooh. <laughs> It ended that night? Yeah. That is some that is some grad drama right there. Can I ask what happened? I'm like, I'm even trying to think about what exactly happened leading up to it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I genuinely can't remember what we were fighting about because I think it just triggered me so much that yeah. I was like, I don't want to talk about it. But like looking, I'm sure it was something stupid if I can't even remember it. Yeah. But I know that, um, I don't know. I, I don't remember what it was, but I know that... Kayla and one of the girls were sitting at a table together, Mm -hmm. and we had, like, this whole plan for our grad weekend where we were going to, um, 
after grad, we're going to laser tag because we didn't go to the after party. We didn't want to. So we're like, okay, we're going to do laser tag and have fun. And then after that, we're going to sleep over at one of the other girls' houses. And then we're going to go on a camping trip for the weekend. Yeah. So we had already scoped out the spot, picked it out, put down like a payment for it and um, reserved it. We had... I can't remember if we were tent. You know, it doesn't matter. But that was the point. <laughs> that was essentially what we were going to do. And when I came over to the table later that day, Kayla was, like, in tears. And I'm like, what's going on? And she was telling me, like, all the shitty things this girl had... One of the girls had said to her all night at the table. And I'm like, this is awful. Like, why are we doing this? I don't... I don't want to do this. And we were friends with these two guys um, that were also kind of a part of the group. And, I don't know, we can call them A and B. Yeah. And, um... A lot of letters in here. Sorry, I hope everyone can follow along, but we don't want to put people in blast. So keep going. A and B. It was such a complicated story, and it's so stupid, but, you know, the six of us were going to go. And then there were these two other guys in the grade below us, and they were going to come too. Mm -hmm. And one of the girls had this huge crush on this dude, like insane even though he had a girlfriend but whatever that's beside the point I think I <laughs> yeah, think you I know. know yeah I know so I said to her I'm like if you're this upset maybe we shouldn't go to laser tag and we shouldn't go to camping and she's like well I don't know like I feel bad because we already made plans and I'm like yeah but you're crying on grad night it's supposed to be like a memorable night it's supposed to be something you look back at with fondness. memorable is definitely like, the word yeah it's just not this. the right way so we decided we're like we're not gonna go and we um, talked to A and B and we're like, we, we're not going like, this is why. And they were, I can't, I don't think they went laser tagging. I think those two girls ended up going by themselves. Mm-hmm. Like it was supposed to be a group of six or eight of us and they just went alone. And I'm like, all right, you love do that. You. Love that for you. And we just ended up going back to Kayla's house and drinking and the whole weekend, but it was just like such a petty thing. Yeah. Like the whole thing, like to tell you how bad the friendship was. So Kayla's mom is a photographer and we were getting our um, pictures taken right before the limo came. Um, her mom was taking pictures, and she strategically put these two girls on the end so that she could crop them out. At Love the end. that. Because her mom just knew that it wasn't going to last. Yeah. And, I mean, we got pictures where they're not at the end, but she wanted some pictures where it wouldn't be hard to get them out of the picture because she knew. Like, a real strategic queen right yep, there. a strategic queen. We love her. So, that just gives you an idea of where that friendship was, mm-hmm. but... And yeah. it's hard because that's what I'm... I think that's where we're kind of we're kind of alluding to is it's better to kind of cut off these toxic people sooner rather than later because it, it can ruin stuff for you. Yeah, totally. And my grad was ruined. Um, I'll just go out and say that. It yeah. was ruined. Yeah. I did not have as much fun as I had wanted. Yeah. Um, my other friend, you know, the high, the friend that's just friends at school, she was nice and everything, but I predicted it. I literally predicted it in yeah. September leading up to, like, grade 12. September of grade 12, I said mm-hmm. to my two friends, I said to Zed and high school friend, I said, y'all are going to get dates and I'm going to be alone. Yeah. That's how it's going to be. Yeah. And they're both like, no. No, no, no. Oh, my God. That's not going to happen. Bitch, it did happen. Yeah. So, there were, <laughs> you know, all for the dates, which is fine, but it, it's triggering when you talk about grad photos because I have grad photos of just myself and with my family because Zed now that I talk about it it's triggering and upsetting because Zed went out and did grad photos with people she hated yeah she hated her boyfriend's friend group Mm -hmm. or didn't like a lot of them yeah but did that anyway yeah (laughs) so I was like 
did she she didn't even talk to me mm-hmm. most of the grad dinner ceremony which I get it's kind of hard because you're sitting at the table with your family and everything but people were going up to dance and everything and I was like yikes I don't have any friends to dance with let alone yeah. a date but I didn't really care about the date because yeah. you know whatever but you know there are probably things I could have done to me my grad night a little better mm-hmm. but it's just kind of like a slap in the face well, and it's hard like you know, especially a night like that, you know, where it's supposed to be so special. It's hard to come back from that once it just gets just askew, yeah. you know? Like, I wouldn't say that my night was ruined, because I did have a lot of fun at the end. Yeah. Like, at the end, we went back to Kayla's, we had the guys there, and we just drank and... Chatted and had a good time, yeah. Yeah. But, like, the whole, like, actual grad thing, it sucked. Yeah. Like, I hated it. And I don't, and this is where it comes in where this feeling of, like, extreme betrayal and hurt comes in with Zed is, how could you let your best friend go home on grad night by herself and walk her dog? That's what I did. I've I've said that before, I think, in a podcast with either you or Morgan, but that's what I did on my grad night. Mm -hmm. I came home, walked the dogs. I think I actually finished watching Survivor. Nice. And then I went to bed. (laughs) Yeah. And but not how you wanted to spend your grad, right? No, because like I wanted, like, we were we were planning on going downtown. Like, we were going to, like, change outfits and go downtown, go to a cafe, or go walk around downtown, take cute pictures. No. She was like, here's another red flag if you're friends with someone who puts their boyfriend or girlfriend ahead of you. Yeah. Dip out. Because yeah. that doesn't change. That behavior with Zed never changed. Yeah. A boyfriend always nullified, I think nullified is the right word. I think so. Our friendship. Our friendship was always back burner when a boy came into the picture. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Super shitty. Made me feel like shit. And all of these signs started appearing at grad. Mm-hmm. And I should have just severed that shit right there. But I didn't. Because I wanted to hold on, her, hold on to it. And it wasn't like, oh, I'm trying to fix that. It was like, I'm trying to fix our relationship to make it what I wanted a friendship to be. And I've told you this. Mm-hmm. And I've told Morgan this. It's actually nice to be friends with someone who wants the reciprocal friendship, who makes it an equal friendship. Yeah. Because... They have the same idea as you and you're on the same page. And they treat you like a friend. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. And then I remember, you know, first, second year university, I was still trying to, like, be friends with Zed. Mm -hmm. But things just weren't working out because, you know, boys... Yep. (laughs) ...came into her life and she was like, bye, Vanessa, we don't. Adios. You don't have a dick, so how are you useful <laughs> to me? That's what it felt like. Yeah. Even though she was not... I guarantee... Um, oh, my God, my legs are sore. Ow. Yeah, right. <laughs> I guarantee Zed was not doing this out of the maliciousness of her heart. I no, mean, I did yeah. some petty shit, too. Like, I remember she blew me off. Um, we were supposed to have, like, a phone call because she didn't go to university in the province. Oh, she did in the province, but not in our city. Mm-hmm. She went somewhere else. We were supposed to have, like, I don't know, a phone call or something. Just something we were supposed to talk and connect. And she blew me off to go to a a party Mm -hmm. with her boyfriend. And I was like, you know, okay, fine. Now that I look back at it, I'm like, maybe I shouldn't have been as petty as I was. I should have just stopped talking to her. But I remember I put a little thing on my Instagram story and I put, like, a pair of jeans. And I'm like, it was pants on fire. Like, liar, liar, pants on fire. I was a little petty. I will admit (laughs) I kind of do impulsive things like that where I get so angry and so emotional. Yeah. Now bitch just takes her journal or takes a, a stress ball. Yeah. I have the podcast. <laughs> literally. Now I can do that. Yeah. I've learned my lesson too because I've done that in other scenarios where I get super, super upset and I yeah. don't think what I'm doing. 
that's another tip. Hey, everybody has that though. Like nobody's mm-hmm. perfect, you know. Put your phone in your drawer when you're mad and yeah. wait 20 <laughs> minutes. Don't touch any social media. Yeah. That was my mistake. Yeah. <laughs> and she called me out. She's like, what's this? I never lied to you. I was like, you. Like yeah. <laughs> you blew me off. And she would always, I remember I was going through, she had gone through a really tough time moving away from home because she didn't really know anyone at the university she went to she was kind of alone and we would talk for like seven hours a day Mm -hmm. because I was there for her and we were there for each other it wasn't just like oh I'm here for Zed like we were helping each other through first year of university yeah and we helped each other through that and I helped her through that and then when I needed her when I fucking needed her Mm-hmm. to be there and be my friend she fucking blew me off to go play co-ed soccer with her boyfriend yeah i remember we had arranged i was feeling a little better because we had just gone to um this other girl that i knew we went to a hockey match and we were supposed to like zed and i were supposed to talk after the match and i was excited I was like oh i gotta tell her all these things because i was going through a really really hard time with my friend jonathan who is a girl but i don't know why i named her jonathan but we previously <laughs> talked jonathan. about <laughs> Love it. I could have given her, like, a girl name, but oh, I'm like, nah, Jonathan. I respect it. <laughs> and I was going through a tough time with that, and it, it, it was hard. Yeah. I'm not going to delve into super personal shit, but I was having a really hard time, and I needed my friend. Yeah. I needed to talk to her. I needed all this, and I was there for her. But when I needed her the most, she was like, I'm going to go play co-ed with my boyfriend. <laughs> and she didn't yeah. even... She didn't even tell me. She, she didn't even text me and say, hey, I can't tonight. Can we rearrange? She sent me a fucking Snapchat saying, when your boyfriend makes you go play co-ed soccer. That's so shitty. It's not just, like, I hope, like, what do you think? Do you think I'm overreacting? Do you think, no, what do you like, think? Because you're an outsider on this situation. I think that would be upsetting to me. And I definitely, like, I know where you're coming from. Where you really give in a friendship and you're like, I really want to be friends with this person so you're almost like their therapist where you sit there and you listen to everything they have to say and then when it comes to them helping you out it's just an inconvenience they they don't even give you the time of day and like you said there's a huge difference between saying like hey i'm really sorry something came up can we reschedule or can i do this for you like here's when i'm free let me know if that works for you and making the effort it comes back to that you know like making an effort to be there for somebody but when you just say something like oh hey um yeah i'm busy talk to you later like that's it it's kind of like huh i'm glad to see where my priority is at on your list like it's on the bottom yeah (laughs) it's not even on the list (laughs) 100% and this is what I get from you and Morgan is like our I understand our our lives get super busy yeah and being understanding being like okay yeah like let's rearrange like let's figure this out but what Zed would do was kind of like I don't have time to rearrange yeah I've got I've got my boyfriend I've got my new friends Mm -hmm. and I'm not trying to be like be better I'm really glad that she found people in university to be friends with. Because that's hard going off to a different city. Totally. For school and yeah, not I knowing. Can't imagine, yeah. But that's where it all trickles back down to. And this whole thing kind of comes full circle. Is I'm only there when she needs convenience. When mm-hmm. she needs... When she's nobody else. And that's what it felt like. Yeah. It never felt equal. You know, I'm not trying to be that person where it's like, oh my god, my friends, like, they have to take pictures with me or take, like, you know, post pictures with me. It's not that, but when you're friends with someone and they're quite active on social media and they don't really want to, like, 
showcase the friendship. Yeah. I don't know if that... Because, like I said, this this may sound weird and petty, but I would post more pictures of us together than she would of us. No, like, it makes sense, especially if they're posting, like... I think she used to post quite frequently, like, once a week, once every two weeks, yeah. I think. Because I used to see her all the time on my page. Actually, maybe she broke up with her boyfriend because I haven't seen her in a while. Oh, she's got she's got a different one. Oh. She's... Yeah. <laughs> she, has, she has a different one that's been, like... I think she's been with him for a year. Oh, okay. I haven't yeah. seen them in a while. Yeah. But, um, no, this is a different one. I used to see them all the time, like, on my social media. Yep. And, I mm-hmm. don't know, like, I, I do know where you're coming from, where it's... And, you know, I have some friends that they just don't like to take pictures, and I mm-hmm. totally respect that. And when you go on their Instagram, it reflects that. Like, yeah. they never post pictures of themselves. It's always, like, quotes or nature or something like that, mm-hmm. but it's never themselves. But when you're posting, like, you know, frequently and it's not, you're not showing who your friends are or you're only, you're picking and choosing who you post. Yeah. It's very questionable. Mm-hmm. To me, that's a huge red flag. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, some people aren't big social media fiends. I know I'm not anymore. Like, I don't post very often. Yeah, I post once a year. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Oh, it's um March 27th. Time to post. Like, same yeah. time last year. <laughs> but like I... Like I was saying, I hope I'm not sounding petty when I say she doesn't post pictures with me. It's not no. that. It's just the the feeling that you're that you're proud to be my friend. Totally. And she would tell me, Zed would tell me often. She's like, Oh yeah, like I tell my friends, I'm so impressed with you and proud of you that you know you pay you've paid for your university and you've done that all by yourself. I'm like, Oh wow, like you know that makes me feel good, mm-hmm. right? But you know. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this, but to me, I don't know if it's different, but from all the things that she's done where she's made it feel like I don't really want to, like, show you to the world that we're friends, that's what it felt like. I don't know if you've ever experienced that with friends. Have you? Yeah, to a a degree. Mm -hmm. Because with some of your friends in high school, I was just curious if that was kind of something that happened with them. Yeah, like a little bit. I've, I've kind of had that where... It's been like that, but honestly, like, none of my friends have really been avid posters. Yeah, that's fair. But, yeah, I do know, like, the feeling. Like, I had a, a one friend who, um, she would always post pictures of certain people, but mm-hmm. not of others, and it was always me that wasn't on this others list. Yeah. And, I mean, we weren't, like, very close friends, but we were still friends, and, like, she stayed at my house when she came to visit from the States, like, I was one of the people she picked to stay with, and yeah. I'm like, okay, well, I wish that you would take a picture with me, but... <laughs> and, and it kind of ties into that weird wanting to fit in primal socializing totally. thing. I don't know if... I hope, well, especially because she was... Yeah. So, she is and was so cool. Like, I still think she's, like, such a boss-ass lady, and mm. I'm like, I want people to know that I'm friends with you, or... <laughs> yeah. Because you're so cool, and I just want people to know, but I mean... I haven't posted anything about her, but again, I have, like, six posts on my page. We love that for you. One we a year. Lo- <laughs> we love... Wow. One a year. One a year. We love that. Yeah. And I think to kind of, like, summarize a portion of this with toxic people and friends, I hope people can kind of pick it out, what we were talking about, but I think it's pick people who make you feel good. Yeah. You know, if someone doesn't make you feel good or make you feel valued, it's not worth it because, you know... Zed and I had some really good moments and shared some really good memories. But at the end of the day, when you make me feel like shit all the time or make me feel like a backup, Mm -hmm. I don't like that. It's not a nice feeling. No. It's 
very destructive to kind of who you are. Yeah. And how you view other people. Do you know what I mean? Totally. Like, I think I've been on both ends of that. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember I had this, like, when I finally did find friends at the end of grade nine, I did, like, the same thing to this girl where... I mean, I, again, I wanted to be really liked by this group and they were all complaining about this girl and said they didn't like her. And I don't even remember what it was about her that they didn't, that started the whole thing. But what got to the pushing edge was that she, when same thing, when she got a boyfriend, she would ditch her friends. Yep. And she would lie. So her parents were like really strict. They're like, no boys, no dating, like nothing. Yeah. And she would be like, oh, um... I'm going over to this person's house, and I'm sleeping over, and her parents would be like, okay, no problem, and then they would call that person that she said their house, and be like, hey, is my daughter here? And they had no idea, because she wouldn't even tell you that she used your name yeah. to, like, lie to her parents, <laughs> so you would just get, like, surprise phone calls from her parents, like, it never happened to me, but that's what they told me. Ew. So, I can't remember what it was, like, I think she same kind of idea where she blew us off and lied about where she was like we were having a a big girls night and we're like oh yeah like she couldn't come because she was visiting her grandma it wasn't that I don't remember what it was exactly Mm -hmm. and so I came up with this idea where I'm like oh well we should just send her a snapchat of us all giving her the middle finger and just send it to her and we did and I just it was like the shittiest thing I think that's one of the shittiest things I've ever done. Like, I think I thought about that so often and I'm like, I regret it. Like, I hate yeah. it. I hate that I, it was me that came up with the idea, not just participating in it. Yeah. It was my idea. And I felt <clears throat> like so embarrassed about that. And thankfully, I've had a chance to talk to her since then and we've like figured it out. Yeah. But I, I still think about that and I'm like, I was a shitty friend. Like, I was the person who was sending those pictures and doing those things. But then I've also been on like that spectrum like I think there was like two people within that group that we were really close and I was trying to think of why we were even fighting in the first place because I it came it was probably my biggest friendship fight where I was like trying to think about what happened yeah and I'm like oh yes so like in the middle of my parents divorce like I was depressed like suicidal like Mm -hmm. all these things and to make my 16th birthday like really special my mom bought me tickets to go see five seconds of summer because she was like I know it's your favorite band, and they weren't coming to Calgary, they went to Edmonton, and she's like, I just want you to have, like, a really great birthday, like, this is my gift to you. Like, she had saved her money Aww. for two tickets, because my mom had, like, nothing at this point. Like, we were living with my grandparents, she, my dad stole the car to the driveway, like, we had nothing. So, she literally scrounged her money to save up for these tickets, to take us, Aww. take me and a friend to Edmonton for this trip. So... I had to pick between, because it was a group of three of us. That's so hard, right? To pick one person. So I thought about who, like, just would appreciate it more. And I picked my friend, um, I don't know, let's call her C. I picked her over the other girl. And I felt so bad about it because, you know, you're 16. That's such an awkward time as it is. Yeah. And I didn't want to make that other girl feel like shit. But those two girls were going to see One Direction together. So I was like, well, maybe it'll be okay because they're seeing, like, another really cool band, like, up on another date. Yeah. 
And so we went, we really enjoyed ourselves, and it was, like, something that I cherish even to this day, even though I'm not really friends with her anymore. I'm, like, I still think about it. Yeah. I love thinking about that memory with her, and I'm glad that I picked her. Like, I'm really glad. And this other girl, like, she was, you know, reasonably upset. Like, I understand. I'd be upset, Mm -hmm. too. And I was upset when they told me they were going to a concert without me. Yeah. But that's just life, you know? And I got over it. I was like, okay, well, you know, of course it doesn't feel good to be excluded, but... Whatever. Yeah, 100%. This girl never forgave me for it. Like, she never forgave me for it. For a year, she punished me by just making these rude comments to me, making me feel bad about myself. And again, like, I've repressed so much of this memory because I yeah. don't think about it. It, like, traumatized me, and that might sound, like, ridiculous to some people. But, no, like, it's it's affected it, your life, 100%. It hurt me. And same thing with, like, you know, X and Z, where these two girls kind of chose the girl that I took to the concert chose the other girl. Mm-hmm. Not that it's really, like, a competition, but you know what I mean, where she took the other girl's side? Yeah. Like, she would tell me in private, she's like, I agree with you more, like, I think that, you know, this girl's being mean to you and she's being unreasonable. And then to the other girl's face, she'd be like, no, I think you're right. Like, kind of play play both sides. I relate and empathize to what you're saying. Yeah. It's a shitty feeling. It sucks. When someone... This is what Zed would do with me. Yeah. With X, she'd be like, I hate her. She's... Not hate her. She's mean to me. Yeah. She makes me feel like shit. I, like, hang out with you and high school friend more. You're nicer. You make me feel just obvious stuff. And then, you know, for face value, oh my god, hey, X, we're best friends. Oh, fuck you, Vanessa. That's... Yeah. She never said fuck you, Vanessa. I'm just no. being dramatic, of but... Of course. But that's what feels. It's never a good feeling, because... No. It just reminded me of something i remember x (laughs) kind of funny now it was funny (laughs) at then some girls have a weird way about them when they try and bully yeah like this bitch x thought she was this mass manipulator bully and what she said to me or did to me she thought it affected me deeply i'm like i don't give a shit you're a train wreck yeah bye (laughs) yeah i remember i was walking down the hallway and she was making noises at me and just i she was doing something to me that was fucking trying to be rude and nasty and was just trying to be mean yeah just trying to be a, a bully yeah that's what it is a bully yeah <laughs> and i was like i i'm not trying to say this to sound like oh my god i'm tough and cool but I, it literally didn't affect me i'm like you're trash i don't care what you think yeah but the thing that triggered me the most was Zed was sitting right there letting her do that to me. Yeah. Letting her yeah. It, that's bully like the me. That's the ultimate betrayal. She didn't tell yeah. her to stop. Yeah. She didn't tell her, that's my friend, you can't be me. I think Zed did. I will give Zed a modicum micro <laughs> of credit. Yeah. She Zed did tell me that she told X a few times you know, Vanessa's my friend. I don't know if she said don't be mean to her, but she said, you know, Vanessa is my friend. Mm -hmm. But when you're friends with someone Mm -hmm. and they're bullying or trying to in this bitch's instant, she was not good at it. Yes. Okay. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) We don't know her. (laughs) And you don't stand up for me Mm -hmm. in that moment and say to her, you know, please don't do that or stop. At yeah. least say stop. I'm not asking you to make a fucking scene and fist fight X. No. But looking at her saying, don't do that. That's my friend. Yeah. She didn't do that. She just let her yeah. make these fucking noises at me and make these fucking comments. And I think yeah. she was actually laughing at me 
when yeah. I was walking by. She, she did that fucking stupid girl thing. She's like, <laughs> as I was walking by, I was like, fuck you. I don't care. Yeah. I don't. You're, yeah. you're literally doing coke right now. I yeah. really don't care what, what you, you think. think. Yeah. No, no totally. I, that's exactly what happened with me and these two girls is the same thing. And I remember, like, I think the last conversation I had with the girl that I didn't pick was, you know, like, this was a year later. I'm like, hey, like, what can I do to fix our friendship? Because you've, you're punishing me for a year. Yeah. For what's going on. Like, what is really the problem here? And she's like, well, here's the problem. You didn't invite me to that concert. <sighs> a year later. And at that point, that was the first time where I've ever cut somebody off myself. And I was like, no, like, I'm not doing this. And again, like, she might be a much like different person just like I am I'm very different than I was back then yeah but you know I think the core principles don't change you know like yeah I, I bring you back to the very beginning hell thing, yeah where it's like when I was being mean I tr- I was being mean to be liked whereas she was being mean to punish me or at least that's how I, I see that. it that's yeah. how I see it that's how I feel but about it sounds it. like it because when yeah. you're deliberately doing some let to someone you're mm-hmm. doing it to punish them yeah a hundred percent yeah wow and I hope people can kind of pick out toxic signs from our stories. Like, this is just... on. I think what the both of us is kind of scratching... <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, my God. <laughs> kind of scratching a surface level of what we've had to deal with. Like, this is kind of just high school, university. Like, yeah. like now let's settle down. Th- do a prayer. <laughs> Thank God when you That's find better. good, mature friends yeah. to be friends with. It makes your life a lot better. It's life-changing. Um, another tip... To avoid toxic people is like, just don't be toxic with yeah. them. <laughs> like one. opt out. Yeah. Because it's not worth it. Yeah. Because as Emily and I have been saying, and you can take this from our stories and our experiences, and I'm sure other people have experienced this as well. Friends who don't make you feel like a priority probably don't care about you because mm-hmm. that's what it feels like. Because when you're not making an effort to talk to me or hang out with me mm-hmm. or stand up for me when this bitch is trying to bully me down the hallway, you don't feel like a friend to me. No. You don't feel like... And when you um, make you feel shitty from what you're saying about mm-hmm. a concert or make you feel shitty on your grand night, yeah, is it worth it? Mm-hmm. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. Gotta rise above. Literally. Um, don't... Not this is just how to like look out for signs for people. Just be conscious of I think the whole summarization of this would be just be conscious of how people make you feel. Absolutely. And always be willing to, you know, try and mend a bridge if you don't want to let the friendship go and be like, You make me feel like this. How can we change this? Yeah. Being honest in a friendship can really change the dynamic of it. Absolutely. I haven't started doing that until literally this year because I'm just not a confrontational person Mm -hmm. I hate it but you know when you let things fester like that it starts to like breed this resentment yeah where every time you see this person you're like I hate everything you do (laughs) yeah and you know one small thing can snowball into a whole huge issue that's just not fixable so I find it's like I for the first time this year I finally put my foot down. I'm like no, and I talked to one of my friends and I'm like, what you're doing is not okay. Mm-hmm. And we had a good adult mature conversation. And if you're friends with the right people, you can have those conversations. Amen. You'll know it's a red flag when they start taking offense to what you say. Yeah. And they're like, well, no, that's not it. No, walk yeah. away. Run, run. Don't walk. <laughs> yeah. And another thing to realize about toxic people and friendships is understanding that friends can be abusive, too. 
we, yeah. I think Emily and I, and a lot mm-hmm. of other people are living proof yeah. and living experiences that friends can be abusive and yeah. make you feel like shit and give off horrible red flags. Yeah. And I think if you can read those in a friendship, it makes it easier to read down the road if you're with a significant other. I don't know if I'm throwing shit to the wind, if I'm making no, any no, sense. No, no, makes sense to me. But don't just assume because you're friends with someone that they can't be, you know, emotionally abusive. Because yeah. they can. They can, yeah. They can. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying Zed was emotionally abusive. X was definitely. Yeah, I would say that. X yeah. was... Flew of the cuckoo's next. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think she's actually something... Some, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I said, I'm not a psychiatrist, but from all the crazy shit from she's done. From what I've done, heard since, like, afterwards, Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's okay to not be friends with people. Yeah. It's okay to kind of go, this isn't working, like this friendship, and that's fine. Yeah. You don't have to hold on to people either because you've known them for set amount yeah. of years. Yeah, that's a big one. I think, um, I'm not going to say I, I fully experienced that with Zed, but I kind of had that in the back of my head, like, well, we've been friends for so long. Yeah, same here. You know, why sever that? But then I got to this point, when I got older and out of high school, it's like, well, you don't even treat me like a friend. Yeah. You know, it's, I don't mean to kind of, not use this, but, and I I wasn't, shoot, I wasn't putting this picture up for attention or anything. It was just how I felt. And I was really proud because, you know, I I think you know, I don't know if you do. Uh, Anyway, my my grandma's in a long-term care home, right? You know, she's got very serious dementia and Alzheimer's and pretty sad shit, right? This is where a point where, you know, I felt like she could have, should have been there for me. And we didn't, to be fair, I, we haven't really had a conversation conversation in years. Yeah. We'll say happy birthday once in a while, but I think at this juncture in my life, I'm like, it's, I don't really want to waste my time no and my grandma is long-term care and you know with covid long-term care homes are exposed my grandma did get covid oh my god uh, she survived good she she lived like like fuck i don't she's that's so scary though 83 yeah or around there and she lived yeah holy shit yeah it was really sad when we heard the news because i was like really upset so i'm like she's in this care home she doesn't know where she is and she's got covid and I was worried she was going to die there. Yeah. I was like, wow, okay, this is horrible. And you can't even see her or anything. I can't yeah. even see. I remember a few months ago, I tried to arrange with my brother to go see her, and we got there. And I remember I called the care home. I, I arranged it. I said, at this time, it was kind of weird with visitors. Like, you had to be on a visitor's list. Mm-hmm. But I called the care home. I was like, okay, like, you know, this is my grandma. My brother and I really want to see her. And I felt like shit because we drove up there, and we got in there, and they're like, oh, yeah, you're not on the list. You can't see her. And I was like... Oh, like, I I literally talked to someone yesterday night. I called to make sure I could see her, and someone told me I could. Yeah. Didn't end up getting to see her. Really upsetting. Yeah. Because, you know, it's your grandma. Of course. And I want to, you know, check in on her because she's not at her home. Yeah. And she actually, um, when did I make that picture? Actually, I'm going to look real quick on my Instagram. Don't mind me. Just buffering for a moment. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to see... When I posted that picture, it was February 2nd. That's when she got inoculated. She got her COVID vaccine. Stop mm-hmm. growling, Otis. Shh. Um, and I was really proud because I'm like, holy shit. Like, 
My grandma's gonna outlive all of us. She's got her vaccine and she survived COVID. (laughs) Fuck. And I put that picture on Instagram and like I said, I wasn't looking for attention for people like, oh my god. I just wanted to post it because I was proud. I was proud that my grandma lived. Yes. Literally survived COVID when it's literally wiping out the older generation like fucking flies. Yeah. And, you know, she didn't... I had random people who I kind of knew through university reach out and say, wow, like, I'm glad your grandma's okay, and we were talking, and I talked to some other people I'm not, you know, super close with. But then Zed just liked it. She didn't even... <laughs> like nothing. She, she didn't even message me. Yeah. And I was like, like I said, I'm not trying to boast about it. Be like, oh my god, my grandma, I want attention. It's like, no, I'm proud my grandma lived. Yeah. And I wanted to, sh- like, show how proud I was of her. Mm-hmm. She didn't even say anything. No. Didn't even be like, oh, I'm glad to hear your grandma's not dead. Just just like the picture. I was like, oh. Nice. Like, I, from, and the reason why it hurt so much with Zed, because it's like, I thought you were my friend. Mm-hmm. And if my friend had posted that, I'd be like, shit, how's your grandma? Yeah. You know, like, what's going on? But Or even just a simple, like, how are you, like, are you okay dealing with this? And yeah. Stuff like that. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think I'm being a little dramatic when I'm like, she shouldn't no, message me? I think I would be upset, too. Like, I think it's one thing if, you know, you chatted with somebody about it already, and they knew and you had already talked about it. But if somebody had no idea, like, I didn't even see this post. I don't know, like, what happened if it just didn't show up on my feed but I didn't see it Mm -hmm. because if I did I would have reached out immediately but yeah I know you don't I know you're I think it was weird because I posted it at night or something like that and I I, I don't know anyway but the fact is that she saw it and she she liked it and didn't say anything I think I'd be upset too like I think that's a reasonable thing to be upset about I think it kind of just showed me that it's kind of not a friendship no, it's more of, like, you know each other, and that is all. <laughs> yeah, like, when I'm getting messages from people that I don't know who are saying, I'm glad your grandma's okay. Yeah. And my quote-unquote best friend doesn't even say shit. I'm yeah. like, okay. Not even, like, a little heart emoji. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe nothing. she's maybe she's dealing with shit on her own. I don't know, but we don't talk. Yeah. And that's the thing. Yeah. And that's the tea on that. <laughs> literally. That's the opinion on that. Yeah. Because we are now low-key opinionated. Yeah. We are not We are not the old podcast name. I felt like that was a little, like, not... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to shut this window real quick. My sister's dog is barking his face off outside. Um, we're not that brand anymore. We have rebranded. We have shifted. Bigger and better. I mean, tea implies gossip, and we're not really gossiping here. We're just dishing our life. Yep. Yep. And Sharing stories. Trying to help people deal with shit. Mm-hmm. And it's educational. Oh my god. <laughs> Low key opinionated and educational. <laughs> but take away from that, don't waste your time with shitty people. Don't yep. waste your time for people who don't care about you. Yep. Because that's what you it feels like. You do not like. owe them anything. Nope. <laughs> Life is too short to yep. spend it with people who don't care. And Zed, I started noticing, it felt like to me, like, I'm going to explain the situation to you really quick. And I want your feedback because you're a third party in this and yep. you're an outsider so you you can see it better than I can. But I remember we had arranged to hang out. She came back from her university. She drove here. Mm-hmm. And I get it was snowy and it was shitty weather. And if you don't want to hang out, just tell me I'm tired. Yeah. She like low-key made up. I'm sorry. My dog's like wanting pets right now. <laughs> she low-key just lied 
mm-hmm. and made up this weird excuse because we were supposed to go hang out and get tea like we did when she came into town. Mm-hmm. And it pissed me off because she messaged me that night and like an hour an hour before we were supposed to meet not even like 45 minutes yeah she was like hey um i had to drive my boyfriend's truck back here and you know i'm not comfortable driving it in the snow or some or not comfortable driving it though she's like i don't want to drive it in the snow you know i'm not going i'm not coming or something like that and i was like uh, um abelene don't scratch <laughs> Stop it. Sorry. <laughs> Abelene's like harassing Emily. <laughs> In my head, I was like, well, you know, why, why not just get a ride with me? Or like, I was, Abelene, stop. I'm so sorry, <laughs> okay. Emily. Abelene does this thing where she puts her paw and she'll drag it down super slowly to get the most <laughs> attention. She's like, bitch, I'm here. I'm here. Pay attention. I'm, and I can see poor Emily's face wincing. So I'm like, stop it, Abelene. <laughs> But she she made up all these excuses, and I said something to her. I was like, oh, like, you know, um, I could come get you or something. And she just made up the lamest excuse to me mm-hmm. when she could have just said, um, I don't want to go tonight. Can we go next time I'm here or something like that? Just the way she framed it, I don't want to seem like I'm sounding petty. No. What do you think? Like, I think it comes back to being honest, you know? If you don't want to hang out... Like, I think everybody has those days where they're like, I'm just tired, like, it just feels like a lot of energy to get out of bed, or I'm just not in the mood to socialize. I've I've found that it's just so much better to be honest and be like, you know what, I'm having a bad mental health day, or Mm -hmm. I'm tired, or I have, like, you know, give, like, a proper... Don't lie, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, if you have lots of homework, then say you have lots of homework. If you don't... If you just don't feel like hanging out, just say, you know what, I don't really feel up to seeing people today. Yeah. And I find that goes a lot farther because when you make excuses, it almost feels sneaky. Like, it feels like you're going behind Deceptive, their back. Yeah. And, like, you... I don't know. I just find the honesty is way... Don't scratch her. Better Stop it, Abelene. Um, you know, you're dealing with friendships. You should just... You should have that trust to yep. be honest. And I think, you know, I hope it don't sound petty when I'm like, oh my god, she didn't want to drive her boyfriend or something like that. It's just, to me, it registered as... You know, you don't want to see me. Yeah. And that's what it felt like. I know it doesn't sound like that, but at this point, you know, she would, she would, there was this one time, it was really nice. Love her mom. Love Zed's mom. Yeah. <laughs> like, the best lady ever. And I remember Zed invited me over one time for Thanksgiving, which was oh, really I nice. This, and yeah. I was like, oh my God, I'm like, Otis, don't growl. God. <laughs> um, I was excited because I'm like, oh my God, I get to see like her mom. Because I love her mom. She's yeah. super nice. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I get to see Zed. Like, we get to chat and have dinner and I can catch up. Otis, stop growling. I'm sorry if you can hear him, like, growling. He's, like, half asleep and Abelene's, like, <laughs> moving around. He's getting annoyed with her. Don't scratch. <laughs> Don't do it. I'll pet you. I'll pet you instead of Emily. Otis, stop. I'm really sorry, everyone. <laughs> and I was really excited. We were there for Thanksgiving. And then, you know, her... Not her current boyfriend or one of her last previous boyfriend. She had brought him. I was like, oh, cool. Like, I can, you know, meet him. Like, I want to see who he is. And she talks him up. So, let's see what he's about. And, like, she does this with guys when she's around her boyfriend or this guy. I'm, like, non-existent. Yeah. 
and it was kind of odd because it was at Thanksgiving. And luckily, like, I could talk to her mom. Like, I loved talking to her mom. Mm-hmm. And I was able to do that. So it was... Because, you know, going over to a friend's house for Thanksgiving, it's like... Ugh. A little bit, yeah. 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 But she didn't, like, talk to me a lot of the evening. She was, like... For one, she, like... I don't know. Like, you tell me if this is petty or weird of me to say it, But she... For one, she, like, sat with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And she would, like, lean on him and hold his arm and... She didn't really engage in conversation with me. Yeah, that's weird. And this is where it makes me think, like, did her mom kind of invite me more than she did? I don't know. Maybe. I I don't know. Well, like, I feel like, again, like, that just makes you feel like garbage about yourself. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, for my, I don't, you know, I don't have a boyfriend, but one of my um, friends does. Mm -hmm. And I went over for dinner at her place last week. And her boyfriend was over, and she's like, hey, is it okay if he comes over? And I'm like, of course. Like, you know, she asked, first of all. And second, like, it was her house, so she didn't even have to ask me. Like, that, (laughs) that's her boyfriend. I have no say in that. But, you know, I was like, of course. Like, I want to meet him. I want to hang out with him. Like, I've met him a couple of times. I obviously, you know, we all work together. But I'd like to get him, get to know him more. And he came over, and, you know, him and I chatted, And then her and I chatted, like, we had, like, you know, a three-way conversation, and it was fine. Like, she never ignored me for him. She, you know, brought up little inside jokes that we have. Like, it wasn't like she forgot who I was. I was a stranger coming in her house. Like, it was, nothing had changed. There was just another person that was there that we were all hanging out with. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of PDA, and she isn't either. Yeah. And she, like, they weren't, you know... Snogging. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it, Otis. You know, even holding hands. Like, not that that would bother me, because, you know, whatever. Yeah. Do what you want to do. But, um... Otis, stop growling. Sorry, yeah, keep going. Yeah, I don't going. know. I, I have a... I think we're pretty, like, much on the same page with stuff like that. Yeah. And this wasn't, like, the first Thanksgiving where I'd been there where, you know, bless her mom. Super fun to talk to her mom. But, you know, with, with her this boyfriend it was after dinner and after we had played a few games and after a little dessert i'm sorry if you can hear otis like purring in the background he's being (laughs) very hold on i'm just gonna get up come on come on come on let's go let's go outside get out of my room oh 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 she's gonna knock your coffee oh there she goes (laughs) all right we're i wanted to nope that's okay we're gonna put again you've done get out of my room i've had it all right, Emily, just keep the podcast going for a second. I'm going to get out of my room. I've had it. Knocked over my coffee. I think there's, like, so many different aspects that we can talk about, too, with, like, toxic friendships. Like, there's so many different um, points and different warning signs, and I think for sure, like, we obviously haven't dealt with all of them, so of course we're going to miss a few. <laughs> but I think, like, all of it is pretty relevant yeah. to, um, you know, toxic friendships. And again, like, I do believe that people can change. How much they can change is kind of, I think that's dependable on, like, their motivations and their reasonings for, you know. I agree. <laughs> Give me a minute. Just here. laughing at Vanessa. She's struggling down here with a towel. I gotta wash my bed sheets now. I got all over my, oh. Can't even get mad at her. She's just doing dog things. But yeah, get wag- out. Wagging her tail. Get out of here. <laughs> get the floor's on, get gonna it. be sticky. Ugh struggle continues one moment folks (laughs) okay i'm gonna readjust myself 
She's back. Okay. <laughs> the coffee has been cleaned up, or the chai tea, I should say. It smells good in here. <laughs> yeah. Love that. All right. Sorry about that. Thanks for uh, running the ship for a little bit. That was probably my bad, leaving Just the coffee out. Babbling and... over here. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it, too. I was like, she hit it with her tail once, and I'm like, I, and I went over. to, like, reach it, but she was, like, right here. I'm like, Fuck. We appreciate your efforts. It's not a big deal. I'll just wash my bed sheets, but... Oh, going back to Thanksgiving. Thank, like that. Thanks for holding ship. Oh my God. Nice. <laughs> well, I'm a hot mess. <laughs> we had had dinner and we had played games. We had dessert, and she took her. Zed took her boyfriend into the living room and just left me. Yeah, that's and like very I said, questionable. Like I said, thank God I had her mom. Yeah. Love her mom. Yeah. Love chatting with her. Yeah. Wonderful lady. But Zed just kind of left me. And didn't even invite me to go sit in the living room with her. And I kind of just, like, wandered in there. Well, it just feels awkward, I think. Like, I've never really been in a situation like that. None of my friends really dated before. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like that would be super awkward. Like, just speaking from having, like, you know, a group of three and two people are closer together. It feels weird when they're, like, in a room and they don't talk to you, don't invite you. They're not like, hey, let's move to the living room, when they just kind of get up and leave. (laughs) And that's what she did. Yeah, that's so awkward. That's, like, you almost feel like you're intruding, like you shouldn't be going That's how I felt. Yeah. And I remember I was like, okay, I'm gonna leave. And then I think Zed and her boyfriend drove to my place to meet baby Otis when he was a little bugaboo. Little fuzzball. But... Yeah, I would not do that to my friend. I would not say, hey, come over for Thanksgiving. I'm not going to talk to you. I'm not going to ask you how your life is. I'm not going to engage with you. I'm going to rub my head on my boyfriend and then take him to the living room and ignore you. Um, Yeah. uh, Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think that's really weird because I invited my friend over for Thanksgiving this past one. Mm. So her family, um, they were in quarantine. They didn't have COVID, but they didn't have their tests back yet. So uh. they, she couldn't have Thanksgiving with her family, lives alone. Yeah. So I'm like, come over. And we had a great time. Like, I didn't ignore her. Like, we literally yeah. just drank wine and, you know, chatted. laughed and chatted. And my brother bought, brought over his girlfriend and they weren't doing like, you know, coupley things. Like the most PDA they had was sitting next to each other on the couch, yeah. but, you know, he was still including her, and I think, I don't know how, like, this, like, Zed's boyfriend is, but, you know, my brother's girlfriend is very outgoing, and she yeah. just start up a conversation. She wouldn't wait for him to introduce her. She'd be like, hey, like, what's going on? Let's talk, mm-hmm. and I think that makes a big difference, too. Yeah. yeah. And... You know, Zed's boyfriend, you know, wasn't bad. I, I think from what she told me, because I kind of asked about it, yeah. Anyway, they're not together anymore. I'm not going to, like, air her dirty laundry. I'll just say they're not together anymore. But from what I knew from the surface level, mm-hmm. from the surface level of him, he was nice. Yeah. And he was trying to converse with me a little. But she was just... It was fucking weird. Like, it's she weird was... weird when, like, the connection you have with that person is, like, rigid. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it, and it felt like I hadn't seen her in 20 years, and I was knocking on her family's door for, you know, begging for Thanksgiving or some shit, or I invited <laughs> myself. Like, yeah. I don't know what yeah. best to explain it, but that's what it felt like. Yeah. Mm. Hey, um, it's me. I invited myself. <laughs> hey, you know, like, I brought over shit. And, you know, it's nice of her to extend that. She did invite me to, like, 
certain, like, her sister's birthday or her dad's birthday, and, you know, we would talk a little bit more there, but um, I don't want this podcast to just seem, like, negative, like I'm shitting on Zed and being like, oh my god, she's a horrible person. <laughs> yeah. I think... I honestly think that she has a hard time maintaining friendships over relationships. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could be wrong now. Like I said, I haven't talked to her in months, but... Yeah, maybe her friendship with me, she's kind of done with. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. Um, maybe we've reached the end of our friendship because I know she's been back home here a few times. Like, in the last few years, obviously, she'll drive back down to visit her family because the university is, like, I don't know, two and a half hour drive away. Mm-hmm. She comes back here, you know, quite a bit. And in the last few years, she has not really kind of reached out and been like, oh... Like, I'll be here if you want to meet up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think... I think I don't, it's telling. Again, yeah. like, they will make the effort if they want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this has been an absolutely fantastic hot mess of a podcast with we all the tea it. spilling. and yeah, literal tea spilling. <laughs> all over the place. Like, I still had, like, a big quarter of it left, and it's all on my <laughs> so blankets sad. and the floor. It's okay. Thank God I don't have carpet in here. Yeah. That'd be effing tragic. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I saying effing? That'd be fucking tragic. Yeah, that would be fucking tra- um, tragic. And I think this is a good time to end, because you can hear the dogs freaking out in the hallway. They're barking like nonsense. Yep. <laughs> um, I think we're getting lunch. Yes. Yeah, yep. I'm a bitch of starving. Yep. And I want to thank everyone who decided to tune in today and have a listen to thank you. Loki Opinionated. Loki we have rebranded. Like it a lot better. Yep. We're not a gossip podcast, and I think having educational <laughs> life experience podcast, life advice, literally. <laughs> I think having the and symbol between tea and whatever was kind of confusing for people. I don't know. It doesn't have the same ring as like low key opinionated because that's what I am. I'm yeah. a big mouth bitch. Yeah, yeah, like I, I got shit it. to say. Me too. Me too. And I'm here for it. Amen. And I'm, I'm here for it too. And I'm here to bring opinionated people on the podcast. Yes. <laughs> this is what we need. Yeah. And we're at, what is it? Oh, an hour 40. Wow. Wow. We really talked up a storm today. <laughs> we dug in our heels today. This yeah. was such a good podcast. It was. So I want to thank everyone for listening to Loki Opinionated. Woohoo. And I hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. And I will see y'all next week. I'm bringing Morgan on again. Mm-hmm. I think it's just you and Morgan get interviewed the most right now, which is Love fine. I don't that. care. I like having you guys on. It's fun to chat yeah. with. <laughs> I'll Doing, come back every time you ask. Oh my god, God <laughs> bless. Because I think talk like I give props to people who can do podcast talking to themselves. Because mm-hmm. I did one. I'm, it's fun, but it's kind of weird yeah. because you help drive the conversation because you help you bring can up memory. Off yeah. Ideas. yeah. Way to put it in a quick little boat while I'm just rambling. <laughs> Anyways, I'm doing that old lady thing where I keep talking. Now we're gonna end this. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, Morgan, I think we're probably gonna, she's gonna come on and we're probably gonna talk about gyms being open and just any other opinion we feel like talking about. Yeah, I feel like because it's your podcast. Amen to that. Talk about whatever you want. Chef's kisses. Yeah. Alright, everyone, thanks for listening. Thanks for being on here, Emily. Thank and you for I will me. see y'all next week. Goodbye. <laughs>